0: Hey y'all, welcome to Power to Lead Her. I'm your host, Ankita Sundar. In this podcast, powerful women leaders share their leadership journey and advice to aspiring young women leaders. Today, I have another special guest for you guys. Arthi Bhatia is the Chief of Staff at Dell Technologies Cloud Platform Engineering. We are very excited to talk to her today about her leadership journey and experience in the technology industry. Aarti is experienced in leading business development for the entire suite of AWS services such as innovation, enterprise support, and management tools, and even Microsoft Cloud services like Exchange, Office 365, SQL, and Windows. Arti earned her Bachelor's in Engineering from the University of Pune in India. She has over 15 years of experience of working with partners, sales, training, marketing, business development, legal, PR, product teams to deliver results, and over 12 years of direct technical partner and channel sales experience. Aarti is also an avid keynote speaker at various Microsoft conferences and Amazon customer and partner briefings. Hi, Ms. Aarti. Welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, can you please give us a brief introduction about yourself?
1: Sure. Uh, I'm Arti Bhatia, and I live in Seattle, Washington. I moved from India to Seattle 14 years ago in October 2006. Um, I joined Microsoft as a temporary employee, and then I graduated to a full-time employee. I I worked there for seven and a half years, uh, and then I moved to Amazon, and then right now I work at Dell. Uh, I have a 16-year-old son, and my husband also works at Amazon, and we live northeast of the University of Washington. Uh, and, you know, we just love living the Northwest life.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Um, can, can you please talk um, more about um, your role at Microsoft and um, what you did there?
1: Sure. So, like I said, I started as a vendor. Uh, I was a uh, I was on on temporary employment for nine months. And then I graduated, interviewed for a full-time position and worked at Microsoft for almost seven years. Uh, I started as a licensing specialist. So so at Microsoft a few years ago, all all the products at Microsoft was sold out through a licensing vehicle. So understanding licensing was a really important skill to succeed at Microsoft. Um, So I used to talk to direct customers or partners or resellers, distributors, and explain how the Microsoft licensing worked. Uh, It was a a little complex, but because of my engineering background, uh, I could understand and grasp the complexities of licensing and explain it in a very simple manner to the customers and partners. So I did that for a few years. And then I also started managing some of the biggest Microsoft resellers like HP, Dell, uh, for about three years before I moved out of Microsoft, it was a really rewarding experience. My first experience in America, uh, uh, and it was my cu- my, my first customer facing experience too. So it was it was really challenging, but also extremely rewarding. I learned a lot. Uh, but after seven years, I kind of thought it was time for me to move on to something else, and that's when I got a job at AWS. Uh, and something very similar, uh, partner development, business development at AWS. And then I moved out in to- 2014 from Microsoft to AWS.
0: Great, Is that great. it's really interesting to see how licensing and like the business development worked at Microsoft. Um, on that same topic, what, um, what cloud service technologies did Microsoft pioneer at that time? And um, were there any competitors like Amazon's AWS arising at that time?
1: So that is a very interesting question, because those days, this was what, 2007, 2008, uh, cloud was very, it was in the very, very initial stages. Microsoft was all about licensing, you know, perpetual licensing, and I was in the subscription licensing model. So that itself was a new concept for Microsoft partners and customers. Interestingly, AWS was one of Microsoft's customers, so we were selling you know, SQL servers and Windows to AWS and they became one of our biggest customers. And we knew that you know, AWS was coming out with this whole new cloud computing concept. It was very interesting times. Sometimes I think about, you know I should have left Microsoft early on and caught on to the AWS cloud computing initiative, but uh, but it was just interesting to see from the other side how AWS grew from zero to becoming one of the biggest Microsoft customers and then becoming one of the biggest cloud providers in the industry. So yeah, I wouldn't call it a competition at that time, but yes, later on, uh, maybe in 2011, 2012, we all recognized that AWS was going to become this big machine.
0: Definitely. That provides um, a really great insight on both the various companies. How, how was that experience like working in the business development and the software engineering at a larger technology company like Amazon or Microsoft?
1: It was interesting, you know, so when, when I moved from India, uh, I, I had a very neutral Indian accent. I had, I, I wasn't very comfortable talking to American customers. So I really had to, you know, uh, step up my game and learn a lot of uh, the culture, the American culture in general, and learn how to talk to customers and what to say, what not to say culturally, how to engage with customers directly, how to have, how to go out for dinners and you know, entertain customers and partners. It was super interesting. It really stretched me beyond my comfort zone because I was not raised that way, right? Um, I was not raised to speak up and be bold and all that. So this really stretched me super interesting. And I I thoroughly enjoyed it too. You know, it's it's one thing to enjoy software engineering, but another thing to go out and put yourself out there and talk to customers in public. Uh, I also gave a lot of presentations. I stretched myself and became a speaker at Microsoft conferences and customer conferences. Um, So yeah, every time when I think about what I do, and what my next job should be, I always think, okay, how can I stretch myself in the next role? What are the additional skills that I can learn and gain so I can build up my resume? So that kind of thinking always helped me take my next role, uh, which always stretched me beyond my comfort zone. So stretching myself every day is is what I look forward to. When I, when I wake up every morning, I'm like, okay, what am I going to learn today that I did not know yesterday Um, so that's how I think about things so that has really helped me in my career Hmm.
0: that's really great um, advice for anyone like college students or like um, post-grad students who are interested in like um, getting started at a company and uh, finding a new job that's really great advice Um, how was that experience different compared to working at like a smaller smaller startup
1: so interestingly, I've never worked at a smaller startup. Um, you know, the, the three big companies that I worked at are Microsoft, Amazon, and Dell. This is also because of my immigration visa, I mean, um, non-immigrant visa requirements, right? Like I'm always worried about working for a startup and losing my work visa. But I would love to do that in the future. Um, I have worked with startups as my customers slash partners And I also have a lot of friends that work at startups and my husband used to work at a lot of startups. Uh, At AWS, I would say though it was a big company, we all worked like we worked at startups. We were, it was very scrappy. We had to roll up our sleeves and do things ourselves and not depend on processes and tools. Uh, So AWS did give us that kind of exposure. Like though you're backed up by a big company your team and your organization works like its own startup.
0: Hmm. That's interesting to hear. Um, um, On the same topic of AWS, what was your experience working there and like the AWS services that you were leading for business development?
1: Uh, AWS gave me
0: the opportunity to work at various
1: teams. There were not many restrictions that that one should only work in a specific team for a number of years. So I really appreciated that about the company. So I worked in partner development. I worked as the business development leader for enterprise support, premium support. Then I led a team of 18 people and worked in the executive briefing program. Um, And I also ended my last few months working as a chief of staff to one of the executives. So it did give me a lot of exposure. So, like I said in the beginning, whenever I took another role, I always thought about, okay, what is an additional skill that I can uh, I can have um, in this new role? And AWS is such a company that provides those opportunities for people that really work hard and uh, who want to expand their skill set. So, that, so that that was extremely rewarding for me. I learned a lot, though I was there only for. A little under six years. Um, I did learn a lot from a variety of experiences and roles that I did there. Uh, Extremely rewarding. I actually um, pioneered with one of the other executives, something called the culture of innovation. So we both came up with best practices across teams and organizations at Amazon. Took that and made like a, you know, mm, best practice introduction when we met with customers like, hey, wha- how, how do you write PRFAQ? What is the process for the 14 leadership principles? How do we interview candidates? How do we do performance management for our employees? So we did like a package of best practices that Amazon follows and shared it with our customers. This became a huge program. And now we have teams across Amazon that are you know, taking it to the next level. So it's not only sharing best practices, but also helping customers uh, do their own way of following, you know, PRFAQ and how to write a business plan every year, uh, how to hire new employees, how to change your culture. So that's become a very, very massive program at AWS now, which I'm really proud of. But uh, so, yeah, at Amazon, it, it you really get the kind of opportunities that you never thought you would, get before because you have these ideas and you can share it with your leaders and leaders would give you the opportunity to expand them and execute them. So that was brilliant um, about Amazon.
0: Ah, it looks like customer interactions and making sure everyone's on the same page about um, what the product is and what is trying to be put out there in public is extremely important at all three of these companies. After. Um, gating that experience and work life at AWS, what um, led you to your role as a chief of staff at Dell Technologies?
1: Yeah, so at Dell, I work for uh, an, again another startup kind of a team, though backed by this massive company. Uh, so Dell is starting their hybrid cloud model, and they when I met them back in January, they were. You know starting a whole team uh, from scratch and uh, I was asked to be the chief of staff to the leader that was creating this team and pioneering the cloud model at Dell It sounded super interesting to me uh though though I haven't worked for a startup I always crave to be in a startup culture scrappy roll up your sleeves you know get into the dirty work, but also learn a lot from the day-to-day scrappy work that you do. I really enjoy that. I love to problem solve. So in a given day as a chief of staff, I get hit by hundreds of things. So it's, it's super important for me to sit back and prioritize, okay, of the hundred things that I'm going to be hit by today, what are the top five things that I want to solve for? And then what what can I and then the other things can obviously be deprioritized uh, for a later date. So it's been super interesting working from the executive level to the employee level, individual contributor level on a given day, and obviously it's stretching me even more um, and learn. I'm and I get to learn new things because I also get to navigate a big company like Dell. Uh, and Dell Del has been a great employer, especially during COVID. So also navigating, you know, how to work remotely. I have actually not met anybody from my team because I joined Dell in April. So it's, it's, been, it's been challenging, but also interesting at the same time, because I, I have gotten to learn a lot of things that I wouldn't have learned pre-COVID times.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's really cool to see the difference of the work life from, like, an employee to, like, an executive level. Um, um, bouncing off, um, our podcast audience includes um, high schoolers and early college students. So wh- what do you think are the key tools or applications that students can learn about to have a successful industry experience?
1: yes uh though i have I have never studied here i uh, I obviously have a sixteen year old who who's in high school and I interact with a lot of my kids' friends too. My advice would be to just believe in yourself you know if you are doing say software coding and I started as an engineer i worked uh, I coded for my first year and I did not like it at all and I immediately switched my career to business development and sales and I really enjoyed it right so it's it's going to be. A challenge, it's okay to fail. This is something I tell everybody, even at home, all the time. And all the women and the girls that I meet, I tell them it's okay to fail. Go try fail, but fail fast. You know, realizing 10, 20 years later that that was not the career path you should have chosen is not going to help you a lot. So I would say go try what you want to try, be brave about it. If it's not the path you think you're great at or you're passionate about, then switch it as soon as possible. So that would be my first advice. Second is the tools, like learn. So now that you've chosen a path, now learn some certifications, uh, learn some uh, you know best practices in the industry. Uh, so a great example, like if you want to have a cloud career, then learn you know a couple of certifications for at, at AWS, Google, and Microsoft and, and build up your resume and look for roles that will stretch you. You know, that's, that's another key thing that I have realized and I always encourage people to do too. Like, okay, you were a software engineer there and now you're going to be a software engineer with so new company, but what are the additional skills that you're going to learn? That is going to be super important. So learn new skills, stretch yourself, fail fast. Those are the things that I would... Tell anybody, uh, especially college students, with all the pressure that's coming up these days, the stress to be successful. Uh, it's okay to fail. Just fail fast. Be smart about it. Pick yourself up, and and do something that you're that you really like and are passionate about. Would be my advice. And work super super hard. Whatever you do, hard work always pays. You know, I started as a nobody when I came to Microsoft earning $15 an hour minimum salary. And, you know, the, the last 14 years of working hard, I'm, I'm really happy about where I am today. So work real hard, hard work is really important. It does pay uh, and, and be brave and bold about it. You know, the, the world is going to throw challenges at you. It's okay to fall, just pick yourself up and, you know, it's, it's a new day. <laughs> Roll up your sleeves and move on. That would be a, That would be my advice.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Um, that was really great um, feedback and inspiration too. I'm pretty sure several of our listeners. Um, I think that wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much, Miss Arthi, for an amazing episode. Thank you,
1: Ankita. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you. Thank you all so much for tuning in and make sure to hit the subscribe button. I'll be back soon with another interesting interview. Stay safe and healthy.